Welcome back to Tales of Two Bros. I am Angel. And yet again, we are joined with Kimberly. Hi. And this will be our review of Jurassic World Dominion. Spoilers for this and Jurassic Park. We just did a review with my brother Adan on Jurassic Park, our throwback review, so make sure you check it out. We just came back from viewing Jurassic World Dominion the day before the premiere. So by the time you see this video or hear this review, the day has come and gone. But please go check, I hope you did check it out on Friday because that's the day of my birthday where <gasps> I turned 50. Happy birthday. Hey, uh, 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 uh. Copyright oh. infringement. Oh, Careful. sorry. Feliz Navidad. Feliz cumpleaños. Oh, cumpleaños. Oh, Feliz Navidad's Christmas, right? Yes. <laughs> Oops. All right. Well, okay. Mixed feelings off the bat. Yes. So Jurassic World Dominion is the sixth. Actually, what is the meaning of Dominion? Uh. A few moments later. Why gotta make me look it up now? Well, it'd be good to know what has to mean something. The territory of a sovereign or government. Makes sense. Okay. Because they're pretty much on an island or a secluded location, mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. So there you go. We have some mixed feelings about this. We yes. try to not talk about it in the car on the way home but we talked about it and now we i'm afraid that we may forget some of the talking points that we commented on off the bat did you enjoy it i couldn't get myself into it i mean i watched it and i was hopeful and and everything but for some reason it just was i just was it wasn't giving me the same feelings as i was getting when i saw that the other one the other movie Previous movie. Okay, fair enough. Before I give mine, I want to go over a real quick synopsis. This brings similar to what Star Trek did in one of their umpteenth movies, where they brought the old generation and the new generation together. We have the three musketeers, or like I like to call them, the three stooges of Jurassic Park. You have Ellie Sattler, Alan Grant, and Ian Malcolm from the original. And then you have Owen and Claire. They don't really, there's not really a third one. Unless you call Blue as one of the characters or the young one, Macy. I kind of like that in a way of this is becoming a close. I liked it in concept, but I did not like it in execution. Yeah. The idea was, was original. The idea was promising but it just didn't execute very well on screen. Right. It is directed and co-written by Alan Trevorrow. He was responsible for the first Jurassic World as well. He was the original writer-director for episode nine of the Star Wars, but then that got scrapped. Mainly do, I believe, my honest opinion, they were saying there was creative ideas, issues, but I think when Carrie Fisher passed away, that threw a wrench into doing his story because she was supposed to be the focus point of that movie, which was originally called Duel of the Fates, which was a tie back to episode one. 
There's a tie-in, obviously, from the first Jurassic Park into Jurassic World. There are three Jurassic Park movies. There's three Jurassic World movies. There's countless video games, Lego movies, as we as we yeah. checked on IMDb. Cartoons. Is there cartoons? I think there's cartoons. Maybe cartoons, yeah. but I know there's definitely video games mm-hmm. and Lego attachment, the video game and cartoon. And the one main person that was attached to that that we saw was B.D. Wong, Dr. Wu. Also, Jeff Goldblum was in the Mm -hmm. video games as well. So I guess many of the actors, I'm not going to go through all of it because that's that's pulling us away from our thoughts on Jurassic World Mm -hmm. Dominion. Yep. Like I said before, a lot of callbacks. Yeah. A lot of callbacks to the original and well welcomed. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you have a moment that you did enjoy, even though you have an overall feeling of not enjoying it? <laughs> There's anything you appreciated? That's a hard to say. I mean, nothing is really kind of sticking out in my in my mind as far as a moment that, oh, yeah, I really like that moment that I'll always remember or I'll, I'll always think of. Oh, okay. Uh, you? <laughs> for me, I mean, if you were of that generation that liked Jurassic Park, you're going to like anything that's related to that, those characters. If you're of that generation that liked Jurassic World, you're going to appreciate that. And for me, I'm a big fan of Jurassic Park. And so every time any three of them were on screen, I was happy. Yeah. I love seeing Ian Grant and Ellie, it felt like they never missed a beat. It felt like they were always friends, even though this is the first time them t- being all together since the first one. But I ha- I'm sorry, I have to nitpick in the sense of like, when they brought them together, when she appeared with him, the dynamic, I don't know, everything about this movie, movie was lacking. Oh. Something, there was an element that was lacking and it just didn't seem like when they when they met, it, d- it didn't give you that feeling like oh, they're back together again, or oh, or like. Well, who are you talking about? Because you said him, but there's two hymns. Grant. Well, I mean, it's it's yeah. uh, for me is understand because I, and the last time they were together was Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, excuse me, three, mm-hmm. and she was married because she wanted kids, he did not. So that made them break up at the end of sometime after Jurassic Park one. She had a life and he was doing his thing. And they met again, like I said, in part three, just for, he was just trying to get some information. It was a real quick, it was more of a a cameo on her part. I mean, I I felt it. It was like, he always loved her to him. Oh yeah. She was the true love. You see the sexual tension between them. It's not about sexual tension. Or just the the, the emotional tension, the feelings that they, they obviously have feelings for each other. Right. With her and Malcolm, obviously there was communication. They were communicating. They weren't the same levels before because in the first Mm -hmm. one, Malcolm was heavily flirting with her but here is more they were communicating because they were trying to take down biosyn from the inside out yeah and you and there were moments where you can see the jealousy with dr grant that he well he still had yeah of course he has to have jealousy because he's also from uh the old feelings and still on a shore and again back then there was again still that the memories from from the first time when they were all together Mm -hmm. 
uh, please excuse us because we just saw it. So everything that we saw is trying to like- You're still processing it. Yeah. With the Jurassic World, that story, it takes pretty much after Jurassic World 2, where they have Macy, they adopted her, or not really adopted her, but pulled her, you know, brought her in and made her as a family. Blue is still around. She ha- uh, Blue has her own, she has but her it own was, kid. It was sort of like they brought her in because they were trying to protect her. Right. I know. I they know, but that's, I, I know, but I'm, I'm telling you right, but also. I, but I, I didn't even let me finish of okay. why the thing was happening. <laughs> so they're having... To go back to the Jurassic World, their premise, their focus is more of a rescue mission. It's really quick. It's like as soon as they have Macy, Macy and Beta, the baby raptor, gets kidnapped. And now we got to rescue those two. For the OGs, for the Jurassic Park crew, they're trying to get information they have to, it's like a spy, it's espionage. They have to go in, grab some proof of what bison is doing because of crops or uh, they found these um, locusts destroying crop, which will affect the food chain. You, you eat the crops, just the, the animals can't eat. If they can't eat, they die. If they die, we can't eat. We can't survive. And what happens is actually like you control. It's kind of like a pharmaceutical making a disease, but they also have the cure. You know, they benefit from that. And I like that aspect. I appreciate that more than that rescue. The rescue mission was very blase, not blase, but more of a, what do I say? Like predictable, basic. Yeah, it was predictable. It was something that wasn't really necessary in a certain respect. We were talking about this in the car where pretty much every movie, you have a group of people that has to do something, doing their own thing. Like in the first one, you have Grant and the kids, and then you have Ian and Ellie doing their thing, and then it comes back together. It's separated. Right, they're together. Try to get back together as a group. Here is two separate parties that end up meeting at a crossroad or a specific point. So it wasn't like in the beginning, they're all together. Mm -hmm. And again, for me, it was just, I felt more attached to the old Gs. The old school team. I was excited to see them. The action was pretty good. I would say the action in the sense of the motorcycle. Yeah, weaponized. actually, okay. Now that you brought that up, I would say that would be that would be a good and that scene. Yeah, I enjoyed that scene. I mean, a movie can be bad, but it has some good elements. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, but let's be real. At this stage in the franchise, like they're trying to work together of as dinosaur of old historic times and modern times yeah we're all we're all trying to integrate with each other right but there's some people who took advantage of that or taken yeah. advantage of that and using animals to, and uh, all these dinosaurs excuse me weaponizing them using them for sport in the sense of like pit like dog pit or dog mm-hmm. fights but the scene right before the motorcycle chase dinosaurs get loose apex predators the the carnivores they are loose but the people are like, as, as if chickens running around free. Especially the part where or I felt like you were getting frustrated with was the fact that, yes, they got loose and they got loose on, on purpose because they wanted to go after people to kill them. No, no, not that part. That's, oh. that's one of them. No, I'm just talking about when they have that, they're in that, that hall or the, the locals. Oh. 
have that have the, the oh and the, the people the are like standing there like oh look at there's there, right it's loose and it's gonna eat me right exactly they're right there they're yeah, they're all carnivores maybe one or two or not but like the majority in, in that hall are all carnivores and they're not running for their lives now the one you're talking about the weaponized raptors yeah you have the the cia agents there they have guns they're fully armed well, they're not fully armed. Whoa. They're armed. They're armed. And instead of shooting the raptors dead on sight. They run. Exactly. I mean, maybe if these raptors were black, they'd probably be shot down real quick. It's interesting because some of the raptors look kind of gangster in the sense of like they were, they all had like different coloring. You know? Well, yeah, blue. Yeah, they, they did that. But I think that's more of like engineering. Yeah. They, they, just, they, they blue. gave them a little bit of like personality. By the way they looked. Mm. Kind of I mean, I don't, I, I really don't remember the Raptors not seeing. They, I mean, yeah, there are some color differences, but I mean, that's the one CIA agent, he runs inside a, a boat, a compartment. Right. And he has a gun instead of shooting the Raptor in the face. Puts, he, puts he, it no, he puts it, he puts it down and gets a stick. To hit a latch to uh to break out of the I guess the canopy or the top whatever you want to call yeah. it, and then later on he grabs the gun and then he shoots the lock. I'm like, <laughs> are you effing kidding? Like the whole I time you shoot shoot the dinosaur, dinosaur. the raptor. Yeah. You could have shot the raptor. Bang bang right there. I mean, <sighs> simple things. I understand like for the drama of it all and for cinematography or, to, or for the cinema. But come on, in a real world, those guys would not have run. Those guys would have unloaded on those raptors instantly, especially CIA agents, not like local authorities. That that was one of the things. And and the finale. Yeah, the finale was like... Especially where there's three apex predators, and I can't remember their, their names, except for the T-Rex. The there's other ones. Two of them fight. One dominates the other. Another shows up. I mean, the death was kind of cool. Yeah. But the scene reminded me of the end scene or end fight scene of King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. Where King Kong is fighting Godzilla. Godzilla gets the best of King Kong. And then Mechanicalzilla or Mechazilla shows up, starts to beat down Godzilla. And then King Kong comes in. And helps. It was kind of like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And I saw that. I was like, I mean, this is not originality. You could definitely see where it's coming from. And plus, if you kill, if they're all apex predators, you'll be killing each other. You'll be killing each other. Yeah, you take one down. Okay, fine. Then you take the other down. You don't like, hey, you don't give each other a high five. They didn't do that. They get, they get, you know, close. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Right. Well, it's like even like I, what I can remember from the from the original Jurassic Jurassic Park and all Mm -hmm. that was the fact that when a dinosaur went to actually kill its prey or a person, it it was very gruesome. There was no gruesomeness in it. Well, there was some here and there, but I understand what you're saying. It wasn't at the level that you're just so used to. Right. And it's like each time it's just the, I mean, how many people do you think they show being killed? Uh, a few moments later. Well, one, the bad guy. Okay. That's definitely one. Okay, one. Two, the one that was getting his arm chopped off by a baby 
dinosaur and the other dinosaur. Yeah. Um, then you have one we saw. There was like I, I would say five that I saw, even though I I know there was more that happened. Okay. Yeah. But but in comparison to the other movie. Oh no! I mean. The, the, the killing well, no, the mean, killing of the dinosaurs wasn't at the same level of or by the killing by the dinosaurs right i would say it was relatively even in that sense you would think it'd be more since they're now roaming among civilians, civilians and, and so, yeah you would think it'd be more but i guess for ratings they had to have a certain amount of deaths allowed uh I know there's other things I didn't like. Um, <laughs> the Asian girl. Yeah. The, the oh, what, what would we call her? She was like, she was a liaison, but. Very like her flowy white outfit. No, no, but what, like her title, not a bounty, a bounty hunter, because that's something else. It was uh, like a, almost like an arms dealer, but it was more like animals and kids that scene where uh, she's fighting claire when they're fighting claire uh, when her and claire are fighting in someone's apartment i don't know it, it was it was pretty weak yeah uh, i would like to be more from blue yeah blue, blue had a bigger part in the other two films and here was more like she was she was made into a co-star so i mean i would like to have like, seen more like once again it was lacking there every element in the movie was lacking it had potential it was give it was right there in front of you but it just all of a sudden it just oh it, you said it with um dr Wu. yeah he you saw you when you saw him like in other movies he had a predominant presence he was besides the first one because he was just an assistant but in the other jurassic world movies one in uh, the first one and the second one he had a more predominant position he man of scientists but not that that but he had a um, he was a man of power in, in his field or in his right mm -hmm. here like you said he f looked like someone who had cancer someone who was yeah, weak. Now, now for me i think it's because his conscience finally caught up to him i understand what you're saying because he was wearing a heavy, thick cardigan. He was holding a either his briefcase or a satchel or yeah, something. Yeah, it looked and, like he was like cold, like he right. Like he just was thick or something. Just something about him was off. I felt for me, I just like I, like I said, I think that the, the his conscious finally caught up to him and well, yeah, he because couldn't. he was he was the one that instru instrumented in the whole locus. Well, right, where everything, well... Right, I guess you could call it. Well, he was pretty responsible for everything that was, and he was happening not, after he Jurassic he Park. Could, he knew he could fix it, but his hands were tied in the sense of trying to implement it. Not that his hands were tied, but he was just being countered by his partner, Lewis Dodson. Well, so, he was the, yeah, he was the money man and he was the control man. He right. was the man in charge. And I couldn't help but look at Lewis Dodson. And, and he was the bad guy, too. Right. But All wrapped I, in one. Okay, can I speak? So yeah, Lewis Dobson. He every time I saw him, I couldn't help but think of Amazing Spider-Man because mm -hmm. he's Peter Parker's father. And there's a deleted scene where he shows up in front of Peter at the gravesite of Uncle Ben. So for some reason, when I see that, I think I think that he that's so him in this movie. Like there's a multiverse, if you will, because like, he was a scientist in that movie. Someone of a scientist here. 
And I like that he he was more like the Elon Musk, Zuckerberg, the Bill Gates kind of guy with the, all the. Oh, there's another movie with Tom Hanks played in. I can't remember right now though. He was kind of saying things like, and I think they had a wrist thing, also in that movie. They had it here where you could use it like to pay stuff to access certain rooms if you have the, if you had clearance. Mm-hmm. I want to say that. I can't remember that movie with Tom Hanks and Emma Watson. There's so much like I can't. I mean, Easter eggs. Yeah. Plenty of Easter eggs. I and again, they draw back a lot from the original. Not so much of Jurassic Park two and three. Maybe they did, and I didn't didn't catch it. But you have the spitter dinosaurs. Sorry, we can't remember the name. That creature makes an appearance, mm-hmm. and which was not as good. No. As it was in the first one, it wasn't as creepy. It wasn't as scary. Actually, it makes an appearance twice. Yep. With Claire and with Dotson. Mm-hmm. I think the one with Claire, well, no, no, they're pretty weak, both of them. Yeah. When, uh, yeah, especially when Owen saves the day, grabs it by the throat. Really? And then, oh, then, oh no. And then uh, Kayla Watts, the, the pilot. So he grabs that, that the spitter by the throat, and then she shocks it to put it to sleep, yeah. or, or what have you, and he doesn't get shocked by it. Like if you're touching, like if you get shocked, if I'm touching you and you get shocked, I will feel it too. But nothing happened to him. But the thing about it is that if it's that easy to take by the throat, by the throat, and like strangle it, well, then why haven't we been doing that before? And wouldn't it realize it's being snuck up on? Oh, there you go. Another one. In Jurassic Park, their first one, and it was reprised many times, done in parody also in other films, that when a huge creature is approaching, the ground shakes. Mm-hmm. You hear the thuds. Mm-hmm. You're by water. It will vibrate from the sound, from the impact. That didn't happen here. Nope. Several apex predators are coming by and is sneaking up on a deer. Yep. And I know with deer, if you sneak up, if you hit a branch and you could be a hundred feet away, that deer will look up and then run off. <laughs> but no, right here is is is, is chilling. And then that ape- <laughs> again, I don't know the name of that one. It was the weird. It had feathers. It had a little it had like hot dog fingers. Mm-hmm. From like Edward Scissorhand fingers, right? But also like hot dog. They were like they were like little. They were. Switchblades. Well, there are weapons, definitely. But it, it hits the deer off instead of killing it or to eat it. And then it started eating berries, which, yeah. okay, that didn't make sense. Yeah, it didn't look like a veggie source. And then when she goes under in the water, mm-hmm. it felt like that creature was going across the lake. I was like, how long is this thing going when his feet is by the, the edge? I was like, okay. I was like, Interesting. And I think it was blind. It looked like the eyes were blind. The, the, the way the eyes were all white. Yeah, it was, it, it was obviously going off through scent? either the scent or like the, sonar. The, yeah. Possibly. Well, I don't And again, with Easter eggs and callbacks that they brought in back the shaving cream. <laughs> was it Barboza shaving cream? The same thing that was lost and dropped by Nedry when he was killed trying to escape 
Jurassic Park with the samples is right there. They found it. And that shows us, that tells us how they made new dinosaurs or how these dinosaurs came about because they had the samples from there. What's the time frame? 20 years? It was 93. Oh, well, hello. We're almost, we're 2022. Okay. We'll do the math. Just shy of 30, <laughs> just shy of 30 years. Okay. Right. So 30 years. So 30 years, this can has been in existence. Now, if it can't, if an aluminum can, don't you think it would be a little more rusted, a little more tarnished, a little more beat up? Not really. It depends on when they found it. Okay. I don't know. It just seems- Because the thing was, it was, mean, it, it was being it was, by, it was like burnt or looked like it- It, it looked like it had some rust. It looked, yeah, like it, it looked like it was weathered. I just expected it to be a little more The thing is, like, up. you probably had a beacon for just in case it got lost, just in case it was stolen by another- company or another person mm-hmm. you probably had that because when we last saw it it was being covered by mud yeah so that's probably what happened talk about preserve you gotta talk about the whole digging up digging up. oh yes so yeah we talked about this in the car too so alan grant we see him in the first film where he's at a dig site and he's telling his crew the importance of knowing the history he pretty much does the same thing which made no sense to me why would you tell your students exactly the same thing while they're working and knowing at the same token if you have a live dinosaurs roaming the earth why would you be digging for old ones when science is to know the truth science is used to get facts you have living facts roaming all over the world now why don't you study them in the present condition? Yeah. Just in my opinion, I would not be wasting money getting old bones when I had the real McCoy and I can study their movements. I can study their habits. Again, granted, he had horrible experiences in one and three, but he probably doesn't want to be with any around any of them. He'd rather deal with the dead than with the living. Yeah. So maybe that is it. But, but why? Okay, so I want to bring up one of the things that we talked about beforehand was the fact of the girl, Macy. Who is she? Yeah. Where the... Wh- wh- I told you already. I understand that, but I was like, okay, who's this girl? Why is she so special? And and even though they explained it in the movie of her, her of where she came from and how she created and her their DNA being special and all that kind of and all that kind of stuff, but it just I came agree. out of left field. Felt like well, maybe to get a better understanding is to watch the second one because I, I that's where so. that's where we meet her and get a little more understanding. Here they make it a little more clear where we thought like the grandfather did something, but it was the mother that she never met, who is actually like Blue and Beta. It's the same person, mm-hmm. but she's actually they were created the same way, not the same way, but similar. Mace was her, was her mother without the defects that her mother had. Yeah. So she wouldn't deal with like, cause when she got older, the mother, she, her body started giving up on her. Her yeah, body started she, she had some kind of immune compromise. It's not like that. So illness. Right. That basically she died of. And so she 
took her DNA and recreated to where that immune disease would not follow the same way into her daughter. Right, which is weird is that she made herself asexual. In the premise of the first one, all the dinosaurs were female. And since there's no males, they can't produce. But asexual animals can. Life finds a way. So they found a way to do it. I guess that's what motivated her to have a child without having a man involved. I guess she was focused on her work and her passion, studying the, uh, the dinosaurs, to have time for, I guess, have a, a partner, be it male or female. So she found a way to, from the studies there, to do it because they said that she is very intelligent and, and stuff like that. So, and then she, and the maze was the link, or not just her, but Beta as well, were the link to fix the problem that Bison created with BD Wong, um, Dr. Wu. With the locusts. Right. And I mean, a couple more, there's, again, there's a, few, a lot more Easter eggs, but again, when they're on that bridge, uh, not the bridge, but the post, that they're mm-hmm. all running up and trying to get inside. Mm-hmm. And Claire says, run. That's the same thing that Ellie says to Alan when they meet up mm-hmm. after she finds out that the like, velociraptors uh, were after her. And the car, the car scene, when it goes upside down, that was the, another. Another scene, which was the fact that they're in this car and somehow they get off the road and they're half on, half off, and they're trying to not fall all the way down. But they they, fall. But they do end up falling. And they land right in front of the new generation. I mean, how coincidental is that? Not just that. Because it's like, yeah, it's falling on their lap. Out of this whole island, this whole island that they can be on where all of a sudden... They just happen to fall right in front of... A few feet away. Yeah. The thing is, like, you would know your daughter's voice, be it screaming or yeah. talking. And so they're there looking for their daughter. And they just fall right there. No, no, this is that. But she's screaming. And they're like, huh? And they're like... They're they're, but no, they just, like, walk. And then, then they're like, oh, let me get there, like... Or that, that you see a fall, like, why would you stay there? Like, if, you, if you see a fall, you kind of know that people will be in there. So you will help. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it was just. Uh... It's just that there are just a lot of elements in this movie that were that great, were presented okay, but then just fell short. Yeah. Another Easter egg, and, uh, and we liked it, is when the T-Rex walks by the circle. <laughs> yes. And to simulate the logo of Jurassic Park. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cute. Right. Yeah, and you know, I even pointed it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know there's a lot. There's, again, we're just going random here in a sense of, and our apologies. Sometimes that's how it is when you, after you see it. In your opinion, is this worth a watch? Oh, my gosh. That's a hard one to answer because, I mean, obviously the whole Jurassic Park, I mean, the whole idea of it back then to where it came from now it's like you have to it's kind of like of course you're going to want to watch it because you know they they made an amusement park out of it they made rides out of it you know it's a whole genre of of nostalgia here but the whole uh, what genre? You, you yeah genre 
Jaranya. So, so you're you're compelled to want to watch it, but then you're like think, but then you watch it and you're feeling like, was that a waste of time? Like, did you think like you could have saved two hours or a few moments later? Okay, how about this? Is it worth owning? No. Okay. Cool. There you go. Good. For me, it is worth the watch. I enjoyed the OGs. Jeff Goldblum, he's awesome. He's not the same in a way of first movie. His quirkiness, his rock and roll star or status or his appearance, even though he was dressed the same, all in black, mm-hmm. the black leather jacket, the black. A, that would have been an Easter egg. Oh yeah, it was. I mean, that's he was also in the second one. He wore black. That was his. That was his style. But I do like it that he was also. He rolled, had his sleeves rolled up. Once his jacket was off, just like it was in the first one, he had his sleeve, and then he started to unbutton his top. And then uh, Kyla looks at it. He's like, "Oh, sorry, excuse me." He buttons up again. He just like again, the the player in him is still there. The little another Easter egg: the hat, Grant's hat. Well, no, I mean, he's not really a no. Not really. That's part of him. So no, but the part where it it fell off yeah. and I was, he wanted I to go after it in the dinosaur. Dinos- yeah, I don't really think it's. Okay. Either. I would think more of an Easter egg in the sense that it tie into Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. Because Indy always had to have his hat. Mm-hmm. He will. He will go back for it. Or it would, the hat would just kind of stumble Appear. across. Appear. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I will say that yeah. now. Kyla Watts, the pilot, for some reason. And I tried to look it up, and they couldn't really give a concrete answer. But for some reason, I think she's related to Samuel L. Jackson's character. On her- Steering wheel? Not st- no, steering wheel. On her, in, the, in the cockpit, the, the, the gears. Oh, the, the, I can't, I don't, I'm not a pilot, so I don't know. There's a picture placed there of a couple like a, at a wedding. Uh, like they're cutting cake. I've seen that picture before. I don't know where I've seen that picture. I'm thinking that I saw it on Samuel L. Jackson's desk while he was working there, you know, doing his stuff. So for some reason, that is where I'm making that connection. Right. Now, maybe not daughter because she would be, well, maybe because it's 30 years later. Maybe she's like in her late 20s. Maybe if she's in her early 30s, maybe she's the, I don't know, Sam Jackson's, I don't know how old Sam Jackson is in that movie or the character he plays. There is something I looked at IMDb, didn't give his last name, the character's last name, just his first name. So I don't know. If you know, please put in the comments below exactly if she's related to him or where's that picture from? Because I've seen it somewhere, just can't remember. But like I was saying before, it is worth watching, in my opinion, but definitely not worth owning. Yeah. To me, it falls short. It's like the raptor with the small arms falling short. Well, also not just raptors, but T Rex. T Rex, yeah, T Rex <laughs> falling short. His arms are short. Yeah, I'd, I'm glad to see the the old gang get back together. Yeah, but yeah. Mm. All right, guys. Well, that will be it for us on our movie review of Jurassic World Dominion. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I am Angel. I'm Kimberly. Love you. Ha <laughs>